Welcome to What's Up with Dr. Rupp, where we explore the supernatural. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Rupp. I want to talk real quick about an online course that I have. It's called Keys to Healing, and it's about all things regarding supernatural healing. We talk about how it's always God's will to heal, how God is our healer. Um, we talk about different things that can hinder your healing, different things, different healing methods. Um, we even talk about how healing can occur through deliverance and the casting out of demons. We talk about raising the dead. So it's a pre-recorded. It's got seven hour-long sessions that are recorded and then a bunch of different bonus material. Um, you can go to my website if you're interested, melissarupp.com, and click on the online learning tab, and, and, and you can access it there. So take care. Welcome back. We're on episode 80, but we're still on our healing series. And um, today's method that we're going to talk about, we're talking about different methods and different ways that God can choose to heal people. And today's method that we're going to talk about is cursing sickness. Quick recap from the last several weeks real quick, though. Um, remember, God is not the one who makes us sick. It's the devil who makes us sick. So God doesn't give us sickness to um, to teach us a lesson or to punish us. It is the devil, the thief, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he does that through sickness and through disease, which can lead to death. So it's not God that gives us sickness. It's the devil. Um, we talked about how Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance. And we see that throughout scripture. That's John 10.10. 10. But we talked about how it is God's will. All three members of the Trinity. We have God the Son, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. And it is the will of all three of them for us to receive healing and to be fully healed and whole and have life in abundance. So we see in the Bible where God healed people before Jesus came to the earth. In the Old Testament, we see how God would heal people before he sent Jesus to earth. And then we see how Jesus healed a whole bunch of people while he was on the earth. And it says that he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. He specifically says they were oppressed by the devil. Um, we have, so, I mean, we have how Jesus said that he only did what he saw the father doing, that him and the father were one. And so I'm going to read a couple of verses here. But when Jesus went up to the festival of dedication in Jerusalem, um, he was in the temple courts and the Jews who were there, they gathered around him to ask him some questions. And they were trying to ask him, hey, if you're the Messiah, just, just tell us plainly. And Jesus answered and said, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my father's name testify about me. So he's telling him, the, you know, the works that I do, I do in my father's name. But you don't believe me because you're not my sheep. And then he goes on to say, in verse 30, I and the Father are one. So what we see in the character and workings of Jesus represents the character of God. So all the things that he did, he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. He told people, you know, we're supposed to be healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, healing leprosy. Those were the good things that he went about doing. And so then we see a little bit further on. His Jewish opponents are getting mad and they're picking up stones and they're going to stone him. And Jesus says to them, I have shown you many good works from the father. For which of these do you stone me? And they, you know, they're saying, we're not trying to stone you for that. We're stoning you for blasphemy because you, a mere man, are claiming to be God. And then he goes on to say, why do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I say I am God's son. Do not believe me unless... I do the works of my father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, 
believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. And so he's saying, you know, these works that I do, these good things that I'm doing, I'm doing because my Father and I are one. We're, you know, the Father's in me, I'm in the Father. And, you know, we're the same. We we both want good works. We both want you to be healed. We both want people to be raised from the dead. You know, he's telling them these good works that I'm doing, these casting out of demons, these good works are all because I and the Father are on the same page. I only do what the Father tells me to do, right? And then, he, you know, he went on to tell us that the things that he did, that we who believe in Jesus, will do those same things and even greater things. That's John 14, verses 12 through 14. Um, so that's Jesus. So we see God, we see Jesus, and now we see Holy Spirit also in the Bible. He gave us gifts of healings and gifts of working of miracles. And he supplies power to, to do those miracles and to, to, you know, help raise the dead and cast out demons and, and all of those things. He wouldn't give us gifts of healings if he didn't want people healed. So God, the, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit, it is the will of all three that we be healed and whole. We've talked about how one of God's names is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals us. Um, you know, the promise is in his very name. God's not a liar. He can't lie. He doesn't break his promises. And he, he clearly tells us in the Bible, I am your healer. I will heal you. Um, you know, we've talked about how we have authority over demons and how we have authority over the sickness that demons bring. Um, and we're, we've been talking about the different healing methods. And for those who have, maybe this is your first episode in the series, um, we are using material from my book, Keys to Healing. And we are using um, information from chapter five in that book where we talk about healing methods. And that book is available on Amazon if you'd like to grab a copy or if you could go to my website, melissarupp.com. So there's lots of different ways that God can choose to heal people. But we always want to remember that he's a good God. He always wants us to be healed and well. Um, healings can be instant. They can be gradual. They can be gradual over a period of days. They can occur instantly several days later. So there are different ways that God can choose to do that. Now, on the very last episode that we did, episode 79, we talked about how there can be a curse in effect against us. And some of those curses can actually bring um, demonic attack against us and can bring sickness down on us. And so we, um, we can actually receive physical healing by breaking those curses. And we talked about three different kinds of curses in the last episode and how to break those. But on the opposite side of that, so we can have curses against us that can cause us to be sick. And then when we break those curses, we can receive healing. But we can also use curses to our advantage because since our words have the power to bless or to curse, we can use our words to curse a sickness. So today's method of healing is going to be cursing sickness. And we're going to talk about how we can receive our healing by cursing a sickness. And the scripture that I'm going to use, I'm going to use the one where Jesus spoke to a fig tree. So he uses his words and he spoke to the fig tree and he cursed it with his words by speaking to it, and it caused it to wither and die. So this is from Mark 11, verses 12 through 25. So um, Jesus and his disciples were leaving Bethany. Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree... He said to the tree, he spoke to it, 
may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. So he spoke a word curse over the, over the tree. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, so if anyone speaks to your mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you see him praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. So again, that's from Mark 11, verses 12 through 25. But, so we talked about curses and how curses can make us sick, but we can also speak the curse over sickness and disease. Kind of, we have this example of how Jesus spoke a curse over the fig tree, and we can cause sickness to wither and die. So one of the, the things that I have felt led to pray before is when praying for cancer, I have said, I curse this tumor with death at the root, and I command that it shrivel up and die. Or, you know, you can say things like, I curse this meningitis with death. I command that it die in Jesus' name. Um, I do have a testimony for this. My mom's best friend, she had been diagnosed with advanced cervical cancer. And um, when she was diagnosed, the doctors told her they didn't really have a lot of hope. They would treat it aggressively. But they basically told her to go home and get her affairs in order. And my mom and I went to pray for her. And one of the things that I did was um, I felt led to curse the cancer with death at the root. And um, she had gone to other doctor visits and she had some, some reports that were not good, even after we had prayed this and I had full confidence and faith that she was going to be healed. And so I was kind of discouraged after one of her doctor visits and the Lord spoke to me and he said, you cursed it. It's already smaller. Well, when she went back four months later and had to go through all of those scans again, the cancer was completely gone from her body. There was a complete and total miracle. The cancer was completely gone from me praying for her and cursing that cancer with death. Um, we talked about how um, once we break a curse, we can, we can replace those curses with blessings. And we can, for example, say, you know, I bless my heart. I bless my, my liver. I bless my, my brain. I bless, you know, you can do those things. You can re release those blessings. And you can still, even with this type of prayer, if you are cursing like cancer itself and say the cancer is in the kidney, you can curse the cancer with death at the root and command that it shrivel up and die. And then you can say, and I bless the kidneys. I call resurrection life into those kidneys. I release, you know, health and life and blessing into those kidneys in Jesus name. Um, you can do that with all kinds of things. You can, you know, just, you can bless the person, you can bless their body parts, you can bless, you know, things like hormones and the chemicals in their body, all of those different things with your words, because our words have power to bless or to curse. So we can curse the sickness, but we can bless the person or bless the body parts because your words have power. 
So, all right, we're going to leave off with that for today. Um, thanks for, for joining me. I'm loving this series. This is my, this is my favorite topic. Healing is my absolute favorite thing. Supernatural healing and seeing God perform miracles is my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, so I'm, I'm loving the series. I hope you guys are too. If you guys um, need any uh, resources or information about how to invite me to your events or how to donate to my ministry or purchase books or anything like that, you can just go to my website, melissarupp.com and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Join me next time as we continue to explore the supernatural on What's Up with Dr. Rupp.